0: Hello and welcome. We will be taking a step back from politics and philosophy trying to take your mind off some very sad things around right now like the coronavirus and and just it's very sad right now and we'll be talking about something that me and Theo find very interesting. It's micronations. Uh, now Theo you're going to talk a little bit about them just for now.
1: Okay so micronations it's an interesting topic they are well Judging by their name, they are tiny nations ranging from a pile of moss on a tiny rock code round in a shoebox to an area of land between two Slavic countries that nobody wants. Generally, they run along the lines of political rebellions, and often they can be very silly and often they can convey serious political messages, such as a certain micronation in Israel that was set up in rejection of some certain land policy so i'll hand it back to Sunny.
0: yes so uh, you've you've talked he talks a lot in a very good space of time there and so yeah so we, we we've like we try and do with all our podcasts we've we're trying to set out some beginning questions and then we expand on that that's what we've done for all of them so we're going to talk together this is more of a discussion style not question answering about what are micronations? so you would explain that it's it's a group of people or a person who self-declare a section of land um why do you think they do this i i see it as well one you can see it as a rebellion two you can see it's just some people who are just having some fun or do you think that's also like a deeper message behind it
1: really depends on the nation i wouldn't doubt that some people have set up micronations for very serious issues they might just yes. really disagree with what yeah. their country's doing they might just be so power hungry but not able to rise to prominence yeah. in their own in their own country for whatever reason and so well one of the was- most one of the most famous of um micronations
0: called the principality of sealand which was a uh, the the uk made it in the second world war just outside of their official jurisdiction of 12 miles from the coast and it was uh it was to take out enemy aircraft and there was a man uh i forgot his name now but he started a pirate radio a pirate radio station on one of them and then because it was out of the 12 mile area he declared it independent so if anything he was almost using it as a business deal because i doubt he probably paid tax
1: yeah and when you get when you get to that point there's there's a big toss-up especially morally and legally about whether yeah. this is the state claiming back whether this is the state of a country claiming about their own or them attacking an innocent little you know sea island uh, comprised of you know Not are going to need it of anything. exactly so it, it actually when you when you get to this level obviously the vast majority of them aren't this serious but when you get to the level where you're um when you have someone claiming a bit of land and the state might want to take it back you get to the point is it international relations by that point are you are you oppressing or abusing a smaller more vulnerable country
0: yeah and what a lot of people don't realize maybe is that there are micronations like the vatican city which people look upon as countries but Really, that's also got a very interesting history behind it. I don't know if you know anything about
1: Vatican City. I've, I've, I've visited once. I know it's uh, got a connection to Catholicism. Not, not
0: like. uh, only, only a small one, I'll be honest. Only a small one. Um, the idea of the Vatican City was that uh, in the time when Italy was a load of little city states, the area of Rome and kind of the middle section of Italy was controlled under the Pope. So at one point he was almost a landowner. And when Italy was being unified, um, the Pope didn't want that. So he was slowly pushed back, back further and further until it was at Rome, until he was living in his palace in Vatican City. And after many years, they almost, lay, they sieged the place. And I forgot when, but they almost just came to a peace agreement that that is your own country. Yeah, you have that, this is Italy and
1: yeah
0: story the idea that they've they just pushed him away until he's just out in the corner and no one really bothered about him
1: yeah well um it certainly is yeah, a micronation it's a lot more established and a lot of people will view it not not in the light of a micronation but more and more as a, a cultural tourist spot i think that's how i think <laughs>
0: yeah um you, right, there are
1: yes move on yeah
0: shall we let's move on yes so who runs micronations
1: i think mike uh who runs Micronations is uh generally individuals who have a lot to say be that about happiness economics freedom uh immigration or borders and they decide that they can't get their way in their own country and so they start the road which is you know fair enough but it's generally an individual Alone who establishes themselves as uh, the head of state or the head of government. Often there's micronations that are established by two people. One person decides to be head of state, the head of government. And um, it's generally an expression, and yeah. often they expand. There have been wars between micronations. Very few people have been hurt, a y- little l- them killed. but There's, it, there's it, some uh, interesting stories behind them, aren't there? Yeah, there are. Yeah, we'll get into that. Um, but that's what I'd say. It's individuals with a lot to say. Yeah. There um also, I think I
0: don't think a lot of people realise that. There are some micronations and the founders have never actually been to their country. So there's one called the Grand Duchy of West Arctica. And the man has said himself, at least since there was an interview with him, maybe he has since then, but he hadn't actually been to West Arctica, but the Russians said that they could use a base to get there. And there was a man who started one called Liberland. And from what I understand, he actually never got to visit there. Mm, and he tried also... to access there because Liberland borders on the two countries of Croatia and Serbia. Oh, and you mean Liberland? Sec- is it Liberland? I Liberland. It was Liberland. Oh, <laughs> Liberland, but Liberland
1: in our language.
0: Sorry. Okay. Liberland. I stand corrected. Um, that section of land, which is now called Liberland, wasn't actually occupied by anyone it was just neutral no one it was it was no one's so he claimed it but now he now i believe you can't actually access it from either side of the country
1: which i find very interesting mm-hmm. so it's technically invaded by a neighboring country well, no it about... wasn't
0: invaded if you were banned to actually get into there by who
1: i mean it's its own country uh,
0: well the croatians and serbia both were kind of like yeah no one's allowed in here
1: bye yeah well there's also there. are there are, i mean of course there's a uh... Asgardia, founded by a certain um, Igor Ashbush, sorry I don't want to butcher that name, but it's a micronation founded that aims to launch satellites into space in order to find, in order to found a real nation recognized by the UN. The ultimate aim is to avoid restrictions on the current space law framework and it's in space. So I imagine Uh this certain Igor hasn't been able to visit it since it was founded in
0: 2016. um there was uh there's there one called like Benjestan, and they they own parts of north venus
1: oh do they now yeah and, and i think also... they
0: i think they i think they control large sections of the bottom of the ocean which i don't believe can be claimed by any land mm.
1: and there was also avaram in- its location is uh non- Unknown because it's a non-territorial micronation founded by an eccentric, self-proclaimed duke, John Rudge, who was later elected the Tasmanian state, who was le- le- elected to the Tasmanian state parliament. So it's a micronation that isn't anywhere, not even on a rock or in. Oh state. yeah,
0: I think I heard about that. There was one that was saying that one micronation only claims the land or the feet. It, they say they say it's something like it's in the heart, in the heart, there population so if you if you if you belong to that country you're always standing on their land because what you stand on is theirs until you stand off it
1: oh, of course it's yeah. quite an interesting idea yeah i mean it would always be landlocked um yeah, <laughs> yeah it would always be landlocked unless you went swimming but I think also we should talk about the prominent micronations that have had real disputes with real countries, such as Liberland, and with each other. So oh, I think, yes. what about the public of Republic of Molossia? I believe you've heard of this. This is, an a,
0: this, con, this is, would you say this is one of the more famous of micronations?
1: Most so certainly. It's been brought to public attention a lot over the last decade due to prominent internet creators, content creators, invading it and colonizing it for two or three days at a time so if we pull up some information about that let's get our producer um republic of molossia all
0: right so it was it's it's been changing over the past few years it's actually a wikipedia page about them oh thank you for that um, so it was started. So the president is now President Kevin Bar, born thirtieth of July, nineteen sixty-two. I believe it's an absolute republic. Absolute. Uh, what do they call it? dictatorship in that way?
1: But it's a republic.
0: But oh, sorry, it's a republic. So um, there's a section on the uh, the economy. Malaysia's currency is the valora, which is subdivided into hundred. Sorry, I'm dyslexic. fut fuck, tr- fut russ fut
1: f- I take it from here, should I take it from here? Yeah, go ahead. So the origins of Micronosia come from a Micronation childhood project called the Grand Republic of Waldstein, founded by, uh, what's his name? Not Kevin. A bad name. Kevin Bohr and Jane Spielman on 26th May 1977, Waldston was run and populated by King James the First and Prime Minister Bohr, so it had a monarchy and a Parliament of government, supposedly. Although That's James true. soon left, Bohr used this name for several years, but then created the Republic of molossia as a succession to his country and declared himself president. So he merged, I suppose, the monarchy and the government.
0: You, you uh, know, you know, what, you know what I love about this guy. This guy has gone like. Over and beyond to, to create this, like an actual country, it has its own time zone, and it has its own it has Standard it has time. time. It wow. has its own legislature, legis, legislature. legislature,
1: Sorry, and its Na- own which is the National code. Assembly. Sorry, it's got its own calling code and oh my. its own currency backer the Cookie Dough Standard. <laughs> that is all right. I'm impressed, and it's also got its own war. So apparently, yeah, it's, it's, it's a, a war with the East Germany, I heard. Uh, alleging that they are responsible for military drills performed by Kevin Bohr while stationed in it with the United States military in West Germany and therefore also responsible for the resulting lack of sleep he suffered. While East Germany formally ceased to exist in 1990 following the treaty on the final settlement with respect to Germany, Molossia claims that an island near Cuba was dedicated by Cuba to Weimar Germany politician and given to East Germany are after a lack to mention, a lack a lack of mention in the final treaty settlement by the nation of Cuba, apparently this island owned by East Germany still exists and therefore Molossia is still at war with East Germany.
0: Have they not thought that maybe it was just like a nice thing but Cuba never actually gave the island to East Germany?
1: Well, Whatever happens, they're still at war with Molossia and I wouldn't want to go up against them any day. The population is 30 humans and four dogs. The square kilometer is 0.0053 square kilometer. Uh, It was declared in 1977. It's got a national assembly. It's got a vice president who appears to be a relative of the president. It has had several wars. Um, Why don't we talk about disputes now? Ooh, yes,
0: I was just—I just got onto the Republic, the official website of the Republic of Molossia, and um, it's very interesting. So there are photos of the president and first lady here.
1: Huh.
0: Mad Mustang Lip Balm. Interesting. interesting. But anyway, um, as you can see, that many micronations progress to the point where they uh, where they produce quite the produce and they have their own income they have their own tax so some of them are just jokes made up by kind of seven-year-olds. like my bedroom is now the grand duchy of my Jared bedroom clothes or our bedroom or the floor drobe the republic of floor jobs and yes. some people take this very seriously like president kevin bartle is it his excellency i'm not sure and he's he's done very well for himself from the looks of it as an Developing this
1: country. He's even fended off an attack by well-known youtuber the guy with glasses Who is well known for reviewing films who in 2010? Invaded his micronation with a group of people who was deterred when Kevin Bohr legally because it was his land pulled out a submachine gun Wow what? so you can look at this he then successfully invaded and renamed the Micronation with his own name, declared himself president, but um, It was reclaimed by its original president and you can have a look at the film. The
0: guy with glasses, he's right now got 153,000 subscribers. Hey guys, Danny here. I'm not really doing Doug Walker. Okay.
1: So, on the whole, these these, these nations, they have disputes, they have economies, they have politics. They have monarchies. They have states. They have international issues. So, what, so why don't we move on to um, their international relations or intermicronational relations? Um, so they have a yes. conference. There's a micronation conference. If we like it's called about.
0: Microcon. I tried finding it, but I've just found things about
1: micro. I don't even know what I've microbiology. Heard. Microbiology. That's it. So My... if you look up Microcon is a semi semi-annual convention of micro-nationalist government representatives, held in odd years since 2015. Microcom was created by the government of Molossia, so Kevin Bohr is making. It had around 200 attended 50 in 2015 and is apparently to share ideas, dreams, and worlds with other micro-nations. So the attendees include of course Kevin Bohr himself, HRM, Queen of um, the Queen of the Queen of the Kingdom of Ruritania, King George good. of Slabovia, there's Queen the Grand Duke Cranky. Travis
0: McHenry of West Arctica.
1: Yeah, and in my king christopher because... the first of
0: Vickersland, Yes. his Mag or Her Majesty Queen Caroline of Ladonia.
1: These are any... also very serious titles. If anyone would like to attend in 2021, it will be in Las Vegas, Nevada, hosted by the governments of West Arctica and, Sh- and Shiloh. Wow. The, King- the kingdom of Shiloh and the democratic Republic of West Antarctica, founded in 2011. So like
0: they've created a very large connection around the world. So it's not kind of these fragmented people with delusions of grandeur and thinking they're all amazing. This is like, people coming together and doing some pretty impressive stuff indeed
1: and it's, there are. it's not
0: just Molossi who's done some pretty crazy things there's there's many a country
1: no of course we have with Sealand uh someone was shot trying to reclaim it by um so-called general of the Sealand military we should also move on to um of course the economics of these countries because they've yeah. got to have their own micro economies of course um so of course we know that the republic of molossia had its own cookie dough standard which is um, i have
0: to say which is a very clever idea
1: exactly yes and and a lot of these micro nations were founded in protest to economic policies of wherever they came from for example uh liberland is a good idea claims an uninhabited parcel of land of course on the bank of duerbane between croatia and serbia and of course that is founded on the basis that the government that it's technically under isn't is too oppressive economically and so they would go there and they would abolish tax and they would have a small area of land where no one paid tax and there was no regulation and everyone everyone traded in bitcoin um and of course really yes i mean i suppose yeah. a few of them have attempted if we look yeah. if we go back to the uh, page we were looking at, there's the principality of serbigoa has its own coins printed in 1996 they don't have a name but there's also if you go to the the republic of minerva has its own 35 dollar coin the hut river province has its own 20 dollar coin the lundi island has its puffin currency um,
0: uh, the the the, the king, kingdom of Vickersland has the Vickerslandic crown, that's yes.
1: And Sealandic coins form Sealand, but they are called copper nickels so by the eccentric name, yeah. Wow. They have their own impressive. flags, um, most of the flags are quite conventional, the Republic of Molossi for example, you probably see that in think, d- I don't know, I don't, I don't, mm. A lot of them resemble, a lot of them resemble um, ancient imperial flags. Um, they'll have the British flag in the top corner and then a star somewhere. There's also more humorous looking ones. For example, it has red, white, and red and, red and white stripes and a big smiley face in the middle. There's uh Aresian Empire. And then there's, of course, the Space Kingdom. Is- Asgardia has a very eccentric looking flag with a sun. Many rays coming off it. The There's
0: one just Yan, and it's a completely white flag. It's just
1: white. So if they were to go to war with someone, it would be very confusing. They're flying their flags in the battle. <laughs> <laughs> so why don't we move on to our next topic, uh, the politics of these nations. Of course, we've mentioned before they usually have uh, either a president or a monarch or a, a president-monarch. Or a president monarch and prime minister or Chancellor or sort of head of government or dictators. Absolute rulers. absolute rulers. So if, if, if we go through the, a few of the most prominent nations, obviously Republic of Molossia, it's a republic with a president and a vice president used to have... But
0: he's the most excellent.
1: Yeah and it used to have a prime minister and a king but merged into a president. Uh, if we look at Liberland I, can, I think you can imagine it doesn't have any government so no one ruling there. Mm-hmm. Uh, if we look at the dominion, Republic of, of Doria. Republic of Doria. What's their government is like? is ruled by
0: dictator Dorian grimace or Grimes? I'm not sure.
1: And also, I mean, I think with the, with the great majority of micronations, there aren't really enough people to provide uh, opposition parties, let alone a full government or cabinet. Um, so I <laughs> See, think also, I
0: think there's more members of parliament in the Isle of Man than there is in a lot of micronations.
1: I think, I, th- I think, yes, but there is potential.
0: There is, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You think the world, do you think? Now, I said we're going to stay off coronavirus, but very quickly, do you think a lot of people could be driven to the idea of starting micronations after this is done?
1: Um, I think only as much as they have been over the past hundred years, which is not much, but the eccentric. I'm years.
0: thinking about it. If anyone if anyone thinks that we should that'd be an interesting idea
1: back to other micronations back let's to my let's sorry. talk about some history so the history of micronations so, they, so some of them if we look at the years they are founded uh, quite a lot of them that are still around today were founded around the 1980s 1970s um in 1972 john lennon founded his own micronation so, what yes it was called newtopia Introduces a conceptual nation by John Lennon and his wife. On April Fool's Day, Newtopia has no land, no borders, no passports or visas. Anyone declaring their awareness of Newtopia's existence was allowed to join. It was founded partly as a way to satirise Lenon's sorry, immigration tr- it trouble at the time. Uh, and its flag is white. In other shall words, we, it doesn't have one. Shall we accept it as a country that we can be part of Newtopia? Yeah, yeah. I mean, there are also some, there's this one, Parava Domus, founded in 1878, a self-declared micronation surrounded by Uruguay. 1878? Yep, that functions since 1878. There's a social recreational association that mimics the functioning of a real country.
0: Do you think since because they're so old, the government are probably like, yeah, you know what, you can have your independence, whatever?
1: Possibly, because since its foundation, it has had over 800,000 different naturalized citizens it's one of the first micronations in history and it's still functioning to this day making it the oldest and longest serving that is amazing mm-hmm. um and it that seems to really be is yeah. amazing. so mm,
0: micronations overall it's, it's, it's an interesting topic i'll be honest it really is i think i think we go over things like this too much thinking like it's just a joke but really there is there's a lot to learn from this it's almost like a you can almost say it's like a like a communist way of controlling because they advocated for a kind of everyone controlled a certain section of land in that way so if if the world was controlled by micronations there'd be
1: it it's, it's, it's only a communist way of running things if you disrespect their sovereignty because if you respect their sovereignty it's just other countries yeah. they don't like to be seen as sub countries or micronations well I suppose they don't mind being micronations because they are small but brushing them off as sub communities could potentially be the downfall of the nation-state in the end shall we talk about how you actually create a micronation yes um and and what's involved because obviously they have currencies so, a lot of them have passports you can get yeah um, so
0: led independent states that wish to become countries because of le- legal loopholes legislation and international treaties micronations should be considered sovereign states and recognized as such first there there are many legal loopholes that allow micronations to exist in the world so they can become legitimate um, I was I was learning a bit about this. The easiest way to become a country is join the UN, as in separate itself and then say we're going to be part of the UN. And really, it's as simple as sending a letter. Yeah, just
1: sending a letter to the general secretary of the UN. He might yeah, be really busy, can, but one of his you secretary? just need to send
0: a letter. And if they accept it, and they know you that you're a peace loving person, and you don't, you, your nation isn't there to legalized cannibalism hmm. Then there's there's a chance that you'll be elected in and you will be your own country and then from that no other country like that say say you Say it's a farm in Cornwall or something then Britain couldn't come and take that farm back because that'd be looked upon as an
1: action of war and Then they'll be breaking a lot of rules inside the UN again that this comes back to if you if you say that your plot of land inside the uk is now a nation and the uk government goes no you can't do that and they come and take it off you is that a country attacking another country or is that someone arresting um someone who's decided to break into the nation
0: yeah to look at uh, countries like taiwan which was under the control of china but they, they haven't officially broken away, but they say that their own country, they've got their own currency, they've got their own government. So they are their own country, but legally there's some complications. And the way they made it that China can't come and just force them back in is they've made very powerful friends with very powerful people with America and a lot of Europe. So if China attacked Taiwan, that they would be attacking then that means that the US and a lot of Europe would have to attack China and China probably doesn't want that.
1: And that's why it's a good idea if you're a micronation who rises to prominence very strong friends to join the United Nations. The of United course, Nations there'll, be, there'll, be, there'll be the select few that don't want to join because that would tie them to human rights obligations and financial fraud and whatever else comes with that. If you'd like to do some further reading on micronations, you can always pick up Micronations, The lonely Planet Guide to Homemade Nations. It's a very lighthearted book, but uh, I would give it a read. Yeah,
0: I just. It's so funny how humans think, isn't it? That, they're like oh, we don't like this, right, we're going to have our own country. It's like, well, wouldn't you think maybe you should try and get into politics and try and change that? No, own country. Thank you very much. This is my land. Goodbye.
1: Well, there have been, there have been a fair share of uh, prominent micronation rulers who have been involved in politics in their own country, been elected to their parliaments, maybe even cabinets, activists, Mm. things like that. Um, It's just, it's an
0: interesting
1: thing to talk about, I'll be honest.
0: So, it is and it's
1: uh, it's very it could seem lighthearted, hearted but you never know what it may represent it of means.
0: course like i think i don't think we should ever outrule ideas like this because you know say the world falls apart and you have your own micronation you know you could be pretty well off or if you just buy a very large plot of land like there's one way of doing it in a way is you could just if you're a multi-billionaire you could go to a, a developing country and just buy not a large stuff but like maybe three miles and say this is mine now i'll give you some money this is my country and theoretically that could work
1: yeah so i think uh would we wrap it up there because we've uh, had a good yeah. discussion about this and if anyone would like to do some further reading we'll leave some links in the show notes and if you really get into it you can even buy the Lonely planet guide by, by our affiliate link um so to conclude
0: to conclude micronation is a very interesting idea it's very prominent Uh, it has a lot of pros it has a lot of cons really this is a thing to actually look into one is a laugh two as there's some some interesting ideas to living your life and um yeah so just thank you so much listening to the new thinker
1: and we've got to do some plugs don't forget um, of
0: course so we're going to do some plugs so to hand over to our patreon page uh, theo you'll talk about
1: it now so we have now a patreon if you wish to support us of course only if you can you go to patreon.com slash the new thinker where you can pledge money every month in exchange for exclusive rewards shout outs roles on our discord servers and even access to a two-hour special episode of the new thinker every month based off your ideas we'll be we'll be updating yeah. the page soon but for now there's uh three tiers if you want to go have a look at that that would be excellent just, and just, really just appreciate. so
0: just so we have we have our own discord server, so with people with discord already
1: discord is a um, how would you explain discord to you uh well discord is formally for gaming it's like skype but enhanced for. Uh, playing video games but it's also very useful for creating networks and discussion tools and and uh, and and warm and cozy places for having philosophical debates especially during this crisis of course of course
0: please head over to our patreon page there's a link to our discord server there and please just there's loads of different different uh, things you can do on the discord page you can talk philosophical debates you can have questions you can ask questions you can do discussion questions and just yeah just have fun because at the end of the day the idea of the new thinker is to bring thinking to a new, to a newer and younger group so as we finished thank you so much uh for listening to the new thi- uh, to the Thinkcast. stay safe and we will see you next sunday for the next installment of new thinker thank you mm-hmm.